2018. It's a Speakeasy Cinema Podcast. I'm Seth Forstner, but now we have a new co-host. Sam and Trevor are gone, and we now have, tell them your name. I'm Ben. Hello. That's Ben. Of course, Lauren is here with us, our fearless leader. Hello. And we're back. Um, so it's the first episode of the 2018 fall semester. Um, and to kick it off, we're going to start talking about our favorite fall movies, because it's that time of year. It is fall. It's finally feeling like it, too, right? It's been oh too hot. Oh, my gosh. It was, it's been too hot for too long. I'm finally wearing a beanie. I'm ready to talk about fall. And that means it's fall. The leaves are falling. It's crisp. Um, and, you know, I don't know about all you guys, but each season has its, um, you know, its pleasantries, its tastes, and fall is my favorite season. Fall is my favorite season also. And, and movies are my favorite thing, so obviously they're going to go hand in hand in some capacity or another. So today, like I said, we're talking about our favorite fall movies, movies that we associate with fall, movies that um, are, are take place in the fall times, in autumn. Um, some of them might be obvious. Some of them might be a little bit more obscure. Um, what do you have to say, Ben? Uh, mine are definitely going to be more obscure Okay. and less obvious. Well, I think mine are pretty much like right down the fall pipeline. So you want me to start? Yes, by all means. Okay. So, um, well, I guess I should just start off with like my big statement. Um, I think that Wes Anderson is essentially the embodiment um, of, of the season of fall in cinema. I think you can pretty much look at almost any of his films and see the influence of the autumnal season in his movies. Just uh, the color palette that he uses, um, mostly yellows, uh, oranges. For some reason, the music feels like fall. The jazz and the, all the, um, the classic rock. Um, I don't know what it is. Just all of his movies kind of feel like fall to me, and I like to watch them at all times of year, but I, I get cravings for them in the fall. But I, I guess I should be specific. I think my my personal favorite um, fall movie in terms of Wes's catalog is Rushmore, um, starring Jason Schwartzman, the illustrious Bill Murray, and um, the wonderful and talented and beautiful Olivia Williams. Have you seen Rushmore, Ben? I have not. So this, oh is, my all, God. this is all you. Jeez. Tell me why. What, what's so fall about it? Well, um, so Rushmore, for those of you hasn't, who haven't seen it, it uh, follows the story of Max Fisher. He's an um, industrious kid at Rushmore Academy, which is a private school. He does not get good grades, but he, um, he's the, in charge of like 15 uh, extracurricular groups, and he's basically a, uh, an outstanding person, but not an outstanding student. So he clashes with his school, with his principal, and the main action starts to happen when he falls in love with a new kindergarten teacher at Rushmore. And as a 15 or 16-year-old, he's trying to woo this 30-something-year-old oh. kindergarten teacher. So it takes place mostly at Rushmore Academy, and it takes place in the fall and winter time, I believe. And so there's just, you know, there's leaves on the ground. Like I said, there's this music that kind of encapsulates fall to me. You know, just, just great music like every West film, but really just the, the cinematography and the setting are what make it like the most fall thing to me. Everyone's wearing, um, you know, blazers, the school <laughs> blazers, and he wears this, this beret, this red beret. And uh, at one point, he even lights a pile of leaves on fire. Uh, that's fall to guess. And flicks off his principal in the window. Um, and yeah, it's just like, you know, fall means going back to school. It's a movie about school. It's a movie about, you know, not doing well in school, but having great experiences. Mm -hmm. 
which is something that we're doing right now. Um, so yeah, that's that's my um, first off, and there's actually going to be a couple more on my list that take place at 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 schools, which seems to make, you know, like I just said, it makes sense. Fall is time to go back to school, but yeah, I'm going to get more into Rush or er, uh, Wes Anderson rather. But uh, I'll, I'll toss it over to Ben for his well, first. Well, I guess I should do a school one, school one too, though. Okay, do whatever you want. Um, I think that for me, The Breakfast Club is a very fall-like film. Uh, there's nothing necessarily specifically fall about it. Uh, you know, the, the color palette's not super there. But, you know, it takes place during school, uh, start of school, I would think. Uh, seems like fall. Um, and it just really feels like uh, it gives me the fall vibes. Uh, something to kind of to curl up with and watch and uh, and you know it's a school it's a fun school movie like that uh, one of the best of all time yeah I don't, I don't, do you think it's uh, would fit as a fall like movie do you think yeah I think so I mean they're wearing jackets but it's not snowing outside there we go. so what, what all, that's what, what happens and that's that. what you do in fall it's the best part um, did you know that I played John Bender in a in a um, acting class in high school I, I can see that absolutely yeah, I did I played John Bender and we did the scene where I'm talking about, where, where John Bender's talking about, um, you know what my dad gave me for yeah. Christmas? <clears throat> you know, that one? Right, the, ca- the carton yeah. of cigarettes. Right, that's um, awesome. Yeah, Did man. you kill it? Like, everybody loved it? Everybody, everybody loved it, honestly. I don't want to toot my own horn. <laughs> my group was really good, though, too. Everyone in my group, like, perfectly represented the characters they were playing. That's good. But, um, yeah, my acting teacher actually came up to us afterwards and said that was, she was actually had tears in her eyes, and she said that's the reason why I love this job and yeah. I said wow thank you well I, I also um, in my freshman year uh, of, of band I was called Bender for a while which I did not I had not seen the movie at the time so I didn't know what it was from but since my name is Ben Lindner they kind of just smushed it smushed together because um, there was another Ben who was a senior and so they get to call him Ben and they have to make up a fun name for me but um, that was actually what like and I, I've actually seen it seen The Breakfast Club tw- uh, I think twice the first time I saw it, I was like, "Yeah, this is this is kind of lame," because um, I didn't like I didn't really I guess really get it at the time. And then I, I watched it again, um, and it like really hit me hard. And it was one of those where like, how do how did I ever not love this movie, um, you know? And so it's a classic. Um, I mean, like I said in the introduction, like you know, these movies don't necessarily have to be like aesthetically related to fall in terms of what's in the movie. If they make you feel like a mm-hmm. fall vibe, it's a very particular vibe. Yeah, you know? and like. Uh, you know, I definitely think that like I've probably watched this movie during the fall before for sure. Um, it definitely, it definitely just feels that way. It just uh, makes me want to c- curl up in a blanket, get like a hot chocolate, and um, watch people smoke weed in the library. Yeah, man. I mean, I think it's just uh, the school thread. I'll say it again. It's just gonna run through this podcast because well, we're here at school one. And two, it just it's back to school time in the fall, and there's something like melancholy, but also beautiful about back to school and just being at school. I think, mm-hmm. and that's what that's what falls all about. It's a little it's a little sad, yeah. But it's also a little bit fun, like school, yeah. You know. And I actually read I read some um, some quote today on like Instagram, and it was uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald, um, and he said, "Life starts over." Um, when things turn crisp in the fall, that might be a paraphrase, but essentially <laughs> that. But yeah, it's like that's it's like a melancholy thing. It's like life is starting over. I mean, you could yeah. say that spring is technically the one, but I, I definitely get what old F. Scott is saying. Uh, I, a quick side note: I don't think this uh, this is really a fall movie, 
But that just reminds me, have you seen uh, 500 Days of Summer? Yeah. That's like the ending of that. Yeah. It's also, it like a, that's also like a start, starting over kind of thing like that, too, with, with Autumn and, and all of that yeah. as well. Yeah, that's a good movie, too. I mean, that, that almost, I guess it's like a kind of a summer It's more of a love, summer but thing, but it, it gets to fall at the end, which is what it's all about. Do you have another um, a fall? Yeah, yeah fall, man. Fall I got many more. I got many more. I'm going to take it away from school, though, okay. now. Wait. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to go to the one next, one next one, because then my next two are both school. Okay, okay so good. I'll take it away from, from school, and also then my next one is another Wes Anderson. So I'm going to go further down the line and say, um, and this one might be a little bit more obscure. I said mine are going to be straight down the pipeline, but this one might be obscure. I'm going to say The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Mm. First Lord of the Rings film. Have you seen that one, Ben? Yes, yes. I, okay. I've, I have seen Jeez. all of The Lord of the Rings. Okay, good. Um, I, look, I, I can't say that I've seen it when I was really able to know what was going on. Um, I definitely watched it in the car when I was younger, and someone told me, hey, you like Star Wars, you should like Lord of the Rings. Um, Lord of the Rings is much better than Star Wars. Okay. Anyways... <laughs> um, but That's a it probably for is. another time. O- only, only Lord of the Rings has been nominated for Best Picture. So I mean, in, in some of a sense, or maybe Star Wars was. I don't actually know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. you I don't can't. Remember. I think. But it. also, I mean, I know a lot of people love them. But um, I did have. I had uh, some of my friends had Fellowship on kind of in the background the other day. Um, I guess I can. Why? Why? Why do you think it's? Well, fun? I, I kind of see it. Well, okay. So well, it starts off in the Shire, and like the Shire is just you know, the most picturesque, beautiful landscape, um, and it's very green. But I think one of the first shots is actually um, Frodo sitting under a tree reading a book, and he's surrounded by leaves, and he's sitting on this tree. I mean, from the first shot on, obviously once the action and the fighting starts, you kind of get away from like the beautiful landscape. But for most of the movie, they're they're traveling. You know, they start in the Shire, and then they make their way to Riven Rivendell to meet the elves. And just there, it's another beautiful, um, you know. Yeah, it's very like orange and, and yellow. It's very there. orange, yellow, green. They're all wearing their their cloaks, and they're walking through the woods. I mean, that's all I like to do in the fall is wear my cloak and walk right. through the woods with my fellowship. And also, you know, Lord of the Rings is just one of my favorite movies. There's a lot of scenes. Um, that just you know deal with with friends on an adventure and you know what better time to go on an adventure than in the fall I don't know maybe the summer <laughs> I don't know I'd say uh, <laughs> I well the, also like uh, towards that that the third act in the um, uh, from memory where that that last battle is going on feels very feels very fall also like mm-hmm. in the woods and, and all of that stuff yeah you're right that's I, that's the most I almost forgot about that. That's the most probably quintessential fall scene when um, the fateful scene where um, Mary and Pippin get kidnapped and uh, Boromir gets Boromir. killed. Yeah, I mean, that scene, that scene with the... Yeah, I always... When I was a kid and we would go into the woods and, like, play Lord of the Rings, like, you know, <laughs> that was always I'd picture myself, like, running through the woods, like, da 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 statues. That's so... Like, I was definitely a little bit too too young to play lord of the rings out dude outside. i played lord of the rings until i, I was like I pl- 14 years i'm telling old. you what i played i played star wars out in, out in the woods at home because those were the i i don't think i was allowed to watch lord of the rings when i was younger if i'm honest with you but it's a little violent it's a, it's a lot i wasn't allowed to watch revenge of the sith for like a really long time because it's pg-13 which oh, means you gotta go. wait but yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's why lord of the rings i mean also 
you know, all the Lord of the Rings have their, like, J.R.R. Tolkien was very concerned with, like, you know, the wilderness and nature. So they all have their aspects. But to me, the Fellowship is just, it's set mostly in the woods, in the Shire, in Rivendell, on the way to Mount Doom. And they're going through the woods the whole time. And, you know, it's the most beautiful time to be in the woods is when the leaves are changing and everything. Yeah. So that's that's my I that's think that's, my Yeah, I think that's the, the most beautiful Lord of the Rings. It is. It's the most focused on, like... The scenery. It's the scenery, and it's also the, the least amount of special effects, which is like, they are good special effects in those movies, but it, once it gets into the story, it's more about the action than mm-hmm. the uh, the journey. And like, I mean, a lot of the the Hobbit ones, with all their their faults and such, do have, I mean, very nice, very, very, very good scenery as well. Absolutely. Even a little bit fall-like also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, it's just the nature of those books. Movies. Um, all right, back to you. Okay, I, number so two. So what you know? What is a very popular thing in the fall is uh, is football, and so yep. I think, in my opinion, um, I would say Remember the Titans is the best football movie that I can think of. Um, what about Rudy? I haven't seen Rudy. Oh, that was almost on my but list. Too. I hear that's I hear that's very good. I like The Blind Side. I'm pretty sure that it might not actually be that good, um, but. I think it's very. I th- I think it's good. I what like, the Blind Side or? Uh, the, I mean, any of it. But yeah, uh, the, I was talking about the Blind Side. Yeah, the. Um, I mean, that's another good f- kind of fall football movie as well. Um, but remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. I mean, even even as just straight from that straight from the poster, it's it's oranges, it's um it's a lot of that stuff. Um, but even I mean, just remember the Titans is so like, so so powerful like throughout the whole throughout the whole thing. Uh, I mean. Denzel just killing it the whole time, especially you know that whole the Gettysburg thing was a classic. Mm-hmm. Also, Ryan Gosling is there. Yeah, which, which we were just talking about before we started. I didn't know that Ryan Gosling was in the movie. Yeah, I gotta go back and he's, rewatch. He's the one who can't play defense. Um, I don't remember. I haven't young seen young little it in a Ryan long Gosling. Time. Yeah, when was that movie made? Like late nineties, uh, early two thousand. I want to say ninety nine, but I don't remember. If I'm honest. Yeah, I haven't watched a good football movie in a long 2000. time. Two thousand. Okay. Remember the Titans. I gotta go back and watch watch everything on your list yeah um, well i you know what if i'm honest i haven't seen remember the titans in a lot in, in a while but i just know so many people who talk about it a lot and i have very very fond memories of it um and you know having played a little bit of football mm-hmm. in my younger years like i remember that's kind of that kind of being like the the quintessential like what you want to see from a football thing um, yeah man i mean i didn't really play f- i didn't really play football i played soccer but i played I played flag football, and oh, yeah. back in the day, man, when you put your like your long sleeve T-shirt on, or under your short sleeve T-shirt, oh, and yeah. your windbreakers, and your cleats, and you get all muddy. That's the best. You forget the best. about it. Oh it's yeah, the best. It's the I mean, because you always talk about like you know like a, a really great crisp fall day is you know perfect football weather. It is or whatever. So it's true. And yeah, that's you, all. I don't have that tons of it to say about uh, remember the Titans, but it's football. And um, it's it's, it's the, Denzel, it's and it's Denzel. So how bad can you? you it's know, it can't it's, be too bad. It's good positive race relations. Oh yeah. What else can you ask for? That's very good. Um, you gotta see Rudy though, man. I don't know what I don't know what that's about. Rudy is um, it's well to go back to Lord of the Rings. It's Sean Astin. Okay. From you know yeah. from Lord of the Rings, he plays Sam. Yeah, in Lord and of the Rings. Uh, he's in he's in Goonies. He's in also, Goonies, and he's also great. most recently in uh, Stranger in Stranger Things. Things. Right. So Sean Astin, legend. And his dream, his lifelong dream, from when he's a child to when he's in his twenties, is to play for Notre Dame football. Okay. That's all he ever wanted to do. He just wants to play for the Fighting Irish. But he's a small, chubby little dude. 
but he just works his ass off, and eventually he gets to play. I think it's like one play for them oh. or something. He gets to go on a on a like a kick or something, and it's just the. I mean, it's the most beautiful. It's a tearjerker, man. Mm-hmm. Even more than Remember the Titans. Well, it's that, more that's sweet. A big, that's a big call. Yeah, but I mean, it's a sweet. It's a sweeter thing. Okay. It's a more. It's an underdog story. Well, they're both underdog stories, but like. Remember the Titans is is a more like I feel like it's a more like it's a team thing. Mm-hmm. Rudy is about this one underdog who just you just root for him and it's just great. And it's also I mean I was I think both of us in preparation for this podcast were looking at like you know top ten oh, yeah. movies to make you want to curl up with your hot chocolate mm-hmm. in the fall. We, we were we were looking at those lists and Rudy came up on there and so did Remember the Titans. So. You know, well, watch I'll, both, you know, and you make your yeah, decision. We'll we'll have to we'll have to listeners get them both. Is it back to me? Yes, it's back to you. Let's get it. Okay, let me reference my list here. Okay, um, I think maybe it's okay to go back to school now. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with this one. Might be my favorite. I don't know. Rushmore's up there though too. This one might be my favorite. Definitely the most emotional for me, and that movie is The Dead Poets Society. No, I haven't. I want to see that. You haven't seen. I haven't seen Dead Poet Society. I want to. I'm. I'm. T- okay. So est- <laughs> let's establish this right now. I'm. I'm a new, uh, uh, kind of late bloomer cinephile. Okay. So I'm still working on it. There's. There's still a. Li- I, I'm. Tr- I have a list. And I'm going through a ton of things so that no one ever says to me, "What you haven't seen?" I've already said it to you twice. Whatever. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm still working on it. That's why. But so I'm. I'm getting the big ones out of the way. Um, I just, you know, just recently watched a bunch of um, big stuff like that. But um, this I'm is a classic we're talking about: Dead Poet Society, Robin Williams. Okay. Okay. Pitch me it right now. You gotta watch How, it. Sh- I mean, okay. Pitch me why I, I should watch it, and also why it's a fall movie. Okay. Well, it's back to school again. This time at an all boys academy, which also is Rushmore an all boys academy. It might be. But um, this time we're back at an all boys academy. Um, very uptight school. It's all college preparatory. Very, you know, ducks in a row. Do mm-hmm. your homework. No fun. Um, anything like that until the new English teacher comes. And the new English teacher is uh, John Keating, played by Robin Williams. Oh, and it's like, it's actually, I think Robin said that it was his favorite, definitely one of his favorites, possibly his favorite movie mm-hmm. he's ever done. Um, and it's it's he's funny like a classic Robin right, Williams, classic is, Robin. but it's way more serious. And I'm not gonna give the whole movie away to you, but basically, um, Robin Williams' character just comes in with a whole new, fresh take on what it is to learn. So, um, anyway, um, you know he he so he's teaching these boys English, and I'm an English major, so it hits especially dear, um, near and dear to home. And he basically is telling them that like you know. There's a, a scene I'm going to paraphrase again, but he says, you know, boys, business, law, medicine, these are all noble pursuits, but art, poetry, you know, that's what, that's the reason to, to be alive. That's what we stay mm-hmm. alive for, you know, and why do we write poetry? Not just to woo women or to say pretty words, but it's to, you know, to feel what it is to be alive. So he's teaching these kids things that they've never learned before, and, you know, it's very disruptive to the school, but there's, these kids are just blossoming. Mm-hmm. And just becoming young men, and they, they they form their own dead poet society where they meet in the woods, and that's where it fall comes. I mean, they're meeting in the woods, they're reciting poetry together, they're wearing their scarves, they're running around campus, the leaves are falling, um, they're getting the confidence to ask out the girl of their dreams, oh, they're yeah. writing poetry, they're auditioning for plays, all because of this teacher came in, 
and you know change their lives for him. And there's a devastating moment at the end, which I don't know if I should give away. I mean, we do shouldn't. we do spoilers on here. Well, don't you know, spoil we do spoilers, I, I don't but, know. Okay, I won't spoil it. Right. Yeah, yeah, because Ben hasn't seen it. All right, I won't spoil it for you listening. But uh, yeah, I won't spoil it. But you know, it's a very hard hitting, sad, but also beautiful movie. And again, back to the melancholy aspect of Fall. Um, overall, I think the beauty overtakes the sadness. But like, it's back to school. It's it's um, a coming of age film. Not it's right. a it's a teacher. It's Robin Williams um, changing lives. And just like the cinematography is beautiful. Um, it, at the end, it becomes winter, so that's kind of like, you know, uh-huh. like we were talking about life starting over, and it's kind of like life ending right, again, right. so it's back to the melancholy aspect. But, yeah, it's just, um, it's a really beautiful movie. Um, great acting. Ethan, Ethan Hawke's Ethan first Hawk. movie. Oh, um, Ethan's first movie? I think so. Okay. I think he was doing some like, stage stuff or stuff. Because I, I like, like that. Ethan Hawke. Yeah, Ethan Hawke's great. Um, and let me let me get the other, I'm just going to pull up my phone really quick here. Okay. Um, well, let me say, it does sound very good. I'm pretty sure one Did time... Did I sell it to you? Yes, uh, pretty effectively. I, I, I always am, am rating Walmart for the $5 movies, and I'm pretty sure one time that I had it like in my hand as one of the, the, the ones because I'd heard it was good, and then for whatever reason, I ended up not picking that one out of the ones that I had, and I've now never seen it. So maybe, maybe I'm uh, going to regret that a little bit. Well, I mean, don't regret it, man. You just go, having go, to go watch out and it. Find it. I think I don't think you should. We'll have to look too far. I think it's like almost eternally on Netflix. Oh, uh, excellent. I don't know if it is right now. I don't want to say that it is, but it, it almost always is. Um, also, so that's star, starring Robin Williams, Ethan Hawke, Robert Sean Leonard. Um, those are the main three characters. Yeah, man. It's one of my. Not only is it my favorite possible fall movie, it's one of my favorite movies ever, and wow. one of one of the movies that got me interested in. Not only movies, but also, um, you know, reading, writing. Um, it's a, it's all an encompassing film. It's really beautiful, and you gotta see it. I, I would love to. That sounds like uh, a very a very good pitch. I, I can see why you yelled at me for having not seen it before. I'm gonna yell at you if you, if you <laughs> haven't seen any other movies on my list too. That's okay. Um, all right. Back to you. Back to me. Um, okay. Well, I did sort of peek at your list before. So let's do one that I know we both had. The only one we both have, I think, right? Um, I think we had... Well, oh, wait, no, we have, we have two. We have two. I want to talk about Harry Potter. Okay, okay. Because I think that The Prisoner of Azkaban, uh, HP3, as I have it in my notes, okay. is by far the most fall um, Harry Potter. Yeah, um, I agree. There's a lot of pumpkins yeah. in that one. And um, Hagrid's shack. Yeah, ha- Hagrid. Uh, Hagrid's pretty, pretty fall for some reason. The whole the whole situation, it's also like kind of spooky, mm-hmm. um, in a way that very spooky. It, it, you know, getting getting kind of close to Halloween, um, and you know, um, werewolves. Yeah, well, it was it was the first Harry Potter that I ever saw, oh. and I remember like being so like terrified yeah. of that that werewolf, uh, and Sirius Black and Sirius Black. He's he's scary, um, and the Dementors, the ghosts. Yeah, it's like the, it's the whole thing, and and not um, ghosts but Dementors. Yeah, and, and so I don't know. I have a. I have sort of a love-hate relationship with Harry Potter, um, but... I have a love-love relationship <laughs> with Harry Potter. I, there's, there's some of it... Look, we don't have to... We don't need to get into it right now, but I just think it's really dumb that Harry Potter wins because he's Harry Potter all the time. Also, I think the time-turner in Harry Potter 3 is Okay, really obviously, dumb. the time-turner is... There's logistical issues. And Harry Potter is going to win because, because he is Harry Potter, but he doesn't always win. I mean, he's taken L's his whole life, man. His okay. parents died. Anyway, um, but in Harry Potter 3, 
It's very is one of I maybe one of the better ones. In my is opinion. it your favorite? Uh, no, four is my favorite. The Gauntlet of Fire. The Goblet of Fire. Gob- Goblet. Um, but yes, uh, I, I like four the best. But three I, has one of my favorite moments, which is Hermione punching Draco in the face. Mm-hmm. Really good bit. That was wicked. Yeah. Um, really love that. I don't know. I definitely also think, um, let's overshare number one, but I definitely think that I was the right age to be like hardcore crushing on Hermione when I first saw it. Oh, are you kidding me? So. She's like one of the most badass badasses ever. Well, like, I think we were, like, kind of close to the same age at the time. Or at least I was... She's definitely, like, in her 20s. No, I mean, like, when I watched that one, I was the same age as her her character, I think. So I was, like, you know, it was was right for that. And, you know, in a way, that's the most fall thing of all is... uh, Young love. Is young love. Feels very fall. Yeah, I was just talking to someone at work today about that. Um, It is. It just feels like, I mean... It's a good season to fall in love. It's time to fall in love. Absolutely. I love you, Ben. Okay. <laughs> right, like number one, first one, we're going right for it. Um, no, but um, uh, yeah, I really like, um, I think that that one feels definitely Harry Potter 3, most fall one of all of them. Yeah, um, I agree. I would say the third best Harry Potter. Yeah, um, the third best Harry I Potter. Would say, I would say four is better, and I, would, I, I really remember loving eight, but it might not be that good. Like Deathly Hollows Part Two. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, because I remember really liking it, but it's like I I went and rewatched like all of them except for the last two pretty recently. Um, I really don't like five and six. We can just they're yeah. all look okay. They're all school movies. They're all fall movies. So we can talk about them all. Yeah. Anyway, five and six I think are the worst ones because they're boring. Yeah, I think those were the I think those were the hardest books to get through too. But like I do five th- is a, a, a huge book, and it's just boring, and you just have to talk. It's a lot of exposition. Yeah, it's an umbrage the whole time. Yeah, I know. I I think I I'm, I am going to take you off this Harry Potter train because we could go all night. Okay, but, um, you guys are probably a good move. But um, back to um, the Prisoner of Azkaban. It is the most fall certainly. I mean, it's just like it's the most Halloween type, and I think there is actually. Is do they do? Is there a Halloween scene in that? No, that's the first one. Uh, I I can only think of the Halloween in the first one. With well, the so troll, which is really good. Right. So okay. So let me just say this about three before we move on. Um, it's my favorite Harry Potter. Okay. Film. Also might be my favorite book. It's hard to say with the books because they build on each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they get they get so dark and heavy towards the end. They kind of like step up a little bit in their in their content. But it just in terms of like action and i love serious i actually have serious as one still oh really yeah i got That's it at so good. borders bookstore a long time ago oh man um yeah i love serious i love that eight like that age that they're at um and that in that film i feel like that's like the age where like they're the most true to like mm-hmm. like you said like you felt close to them i feel like that's when they look like the most like their ages yeah i, no, I can agree with that and also that was directed by alfonso Caron, who's mm-hmm. one of my favorite directors um who also directed one of my other favorite movies, uh, E2 Mama Tambien. Have you ever seen okay, that? that's good, no. But I, the only, I only actually know who that is. Well, I only know who that is now uh, because he's directing Roma and that like just premiered at all those film festivals and it's gonna supposed to be like big Oscar player. Oh, I soon. haven't even heard about Roma. Is there a trailer out for uh, it? Yeah, I think so. I don't even know what it's, it's about. It's all black and white. Cool, it's, man. Uh, sort of autobiographical. I'm, I'm, I'm all over it. I love Alfonso Cuarón. Um, so. Yeah, he's a great director. And also, there's actually... Have you ever watched Nerdwriter videos on YouTube? Uh, I don't think the so. The Nerdwriter. 
check out the nerd writer folks if you want to learn more about everything really he just does these great video essays but he does a really good video essay about um about the third harry potter mm -hmm. and he talks about how it's a big tonal shift in the films oh, everything gets really that dark sure. that's and it's in the, it's in the books when it that's when yeah. things start to get serious i mean obviously harry has to deal with like adversity and danger in every book but that's when it's like yeah. you know death starts well, to like really one come and in. two they're a little like it's a little more and, yeah it's fun and stuff and but it gets dark i mean the dementors come oh, yeah. the azkaban so yeah i mean that's a, that is essentially like if harry potter was a, a was a halloween film oh yeah so there you go okay. um i think maybe this should be a tangent this was like kind of a light contender on my list but i also had okay. harry potter one okay and it's mostly because of the Halloween the scenes, Halloween I thing. think. Yeah. And it's also the first time that he's going to school. Okay. I mean, how many times can we talk about going back to school? But really, like, when he's going to Hogwarts for the first time, and it's fall. I oh, mean, yeah. imagine coming into Hogwarts, and you see, you know, you go into the Great Hall, and the candles are floating, and outside is, is the Forbidden Forest. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, that that's... Forbidden Forest thing is very, very fall, very Halloween. Yeah, it's, it's all... I mean, Harry Potter is just... You can look at it as... I mean, there's, there's obviously... It's mostly in the school time, so it's winter and it's fall and stuff, but and, and spring obviously. But um, yeah, I mean, you can you could probably make the argument that there's a lot of fall stuff in all the Harry Potter movies. No, I have one more movie that I want to talk about. I don't know what else you have on your list, but I have one that I really want to talk about. Um, I have one that I really want to talk about. So you go first. Okay, this is not an entirely fall movie, but the fall section of this movie is the best one. I was thinking about La La Land, uh, which Ooh. is a movie I love. Um, it is one of probably like in my top ten favorite movies. Ah. Um, I think the autumn section is the the best section. So uh, remind me and the listeners what happens in the autumn. The section. autumn section is the part where uh, shit hits the fan. Oh, okay. Um, essentially, um, it oh, it basically starts with Sebastian, Ryan Gosling, um, surprising. Uh, Mia at their house and they have that like really really good scene that dinner scene that the right. dinner scene that starts as just a normal conversation and kind of works its way to, to be a, uh, an, an argument uh -huh. and then um, it basically goes to to then it has the other really really great dialogue scene that they have where he goes and gets her at her house and he right and uh, I've there was I watched this video of like something with like it had the, the script up and then they were while the scene was going and like when he when he yells when he screams what and he calls her a baby. Like mm -hmm. both of those things appear to be improv, yeah. which is great. Um, and I love Ryan Gosling. And um, that section, like I don't know, I think is one of the more powerful sections of like, you know, you see how how strong it, all this stuff is kind of set up um, in the summer and, and and all that stuff. And then it, it just really breaks down. And um, and then you know even at the the end of that 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 fall session um, section of the movie is with basically going um, where they say I you know I love you. Well, I'll, I'll always love you mm -hmm. um, to each other, and then you know it gets to gets to the end of that movie, and I just like that that part of it with it you know all, all that uh, breaking down and like you know a lot of that kind of hits close to home in some ways, and, yeah. and um, I think it's the most kind of powerful part of that, uh, a generally powerful, really good movie. Yeah, I, I also really liked La La Land. Um, I have a soft spot for musicals. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I love La La Land, um, and now that you say it, I, I hadn't like been so closely like noticing what was going on in each section. I haven't seen it since like I saw it in theaters actually when it came out. But um, yeah, and like we were talking about earlier, like it's a good time to fall in love, but also like it's an even more poignant time to fall out of love, like in that movie. Mm -hmm. Like it makes it all that much harder. Like I guess 
Yeah, and that's what the funny thing about like seasons is that when anything like happens to you in that season, like you always like remember that you'll associate that. Yeah, and it's it's also like, um, you know, like a, a marker of like, oh, last fall, this is where I was at. This uh-huh. is who I was talking to. This is, uh, you know, who I, who I was with, and 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 now like it's the next fall, and it's you know everything's kind of changed and, and mm-hmm. you can kind of kind of see it like that as the seasons change and stuff like that too. yeah i mean fall and spring are definitely the most like um you know reference seasons i feel like in terms of like things changing mm-hmm. things um, dying or being reborn so yeah i mean love in the fall is more poignant than any love at all oh i love it um wow <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> i might as well stop talking right, mic drop <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyway, La La Land, good. <laughs> uh, really good, great for all seasons. Plus, um, I might add that it's also really good. Like, it's a very good curl up in a blanket kind of movie. It is because it makes you a little sad, but also a little happy, but mostly sad. It's jazz and good. Yeah, just some nice chill jazz. Um, get to look at Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Handsome people. Yeah, the best. So, it's um, that movie also like sold me on Emma Stone. Like I was really? like a, I was a tentative fan before. Mm-hmm. I think she did some like roles that like I was like yeah like Easy A and stuff. Yeah, and then that was like I was like yeah she's she's the truth. She's she's really good. I that's the one that sold me for Ryan Gosling. I oh think. yeah, because again being kind of new like I, that award season was like the first one that I was like oh my gosh I love all of these things, and I remember like leaving and, and going and seeing Moonlight at like nine, mm-hmm. and I got home at like really late and I was tired and I was like this is I want to go see this because I had to drive like thirty minutes to get there and it was a whole thing. Um, but like, I don't know, like that was when I really noticed him. And then plus it was that whole debacle at the Oscars, which yeah, is the right. best thing that's Craziness. ever happened. Have you, um, Ryan Gosling's great. Have you seen A Place Beyond the Pines? No, I haven't seen like a lot of, I'll uh, give you like a whole yeah, give me a, list yeah. because actually like I read a pretty interesting article and we won't go down the, this rabbit hole too deeply, but, um, like Ryan Gosling has like, he'd recently been playing more like, you know, cool guy kind of roles uh-huh. and like I'm not gonna say he's like phoning it in or anything but from like in like the early and mid 2000s he did all these like super obscure weird yeah. artsy movies like weird roles yeah like Lars and the Real Girl um, Half Nelson A Place Beyond the Pines all these movies that are like much smaller productions mm-hmm. La La Land is fantastic but like you should check them out and all these yeah. smaller things okay fact check me on this isn't there one really old Ryan Gosling movie where he like sticks his finger in like someone's like a cut that somebody has or something like that? Is that something that happens in a movie? Am I making that up? Um, you might be talking about Drive. Oh, I have seen Drive, so I hope that's not happening in that because um, then I don't, I don't remember, remember that, that happening movie. in Drive. I think you're uh, the only movie. I might be misremembering that, but I I, I feel like I remember hearing some people talk about. Ryan Gosling's like old older stuff and like he used to, he did like some weird stuff and he's been in a lot of like hits and misses. Yeah, for sure. Um, and like kind of struggled to to be as famous as he as he is. Now. Yeah, I mean I almost want to see him doing those small roles again, smaller movies. Mm-hmm. I mean he's great. Um, he's coming out. He's playing Neil Armstrong. Oh yeah, most recently. Can't wait. Yeah, movie comes out right by my birthday. Yeah, he's I, a good actor. I don't know. I think you're I think you're thinking of Inglorious Bastards when Brad Pitt sticks his. Maybe in the bullet I, hole. I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, I can't fact check you on that. But okay. um, well, anyway, that was a really worthwhile thing. That, that is, add, but that's okay. That's an obscure one, La La Land. I mean, because it is a section. Mm-hmm. But um, that's good. I mean, like I said, however you feel, man. If it makes you feel fall, that's okay with me. So you said you had one, one more that you really 
we're super. Yeah, I have one more that I really think um, is on a lot of people's fall movie catalog, um, catalogs. And again, it's back to Wes Anderson. But um, and like I said, every Wes Anderson movie could be on my list. But I think the one that kind of takes the cake even more so than Rushmore is Fantastic Mr. Fox. Ben. Don't look at me with those eyes. <sighs> he hasn't seen I, okay. it. I have seen two Wes Anderson movies. I've seen Isle of Dogs, and I have seen Grand Budapest Hotel. The most recent ones. Yeah. Both good. Um, but Rushmore, Fantastic Mr. Fox, and The Royal Tenenbaums, and The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, and oh, Bottle no. Rocket. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll write out a whole list for you. Through, you I, by all means. Um, um, I'd love to, I like finding new things that I had never even thought of before. So. Um, well, so Fantastic Mr. Fox, for those of you who haven't seen it, it's a stop motion animation film, you know, mm-hmm. like Isle of Dogs. But the titular character is Mr. Fox, and it's him and his family. And it's essentially the movie is told through the perspective of all these animals, woodland creatures, um, but they're all intelligent. Mr. Fox. They all speak English. Mr. Fox wears mm-hmm. a co- full corduroy suit. I think I've seen some pictures. Yeah, I'm sure you have. I mean, it's pull it up right now and tell me that doesn't look like the most fall cartoon movie you've ever seen. Okay. Or not cartoon, but animated. Oh, yeah. Look at that. It's yellow, right? I mean, it's an a, orange. It's a, yeah, and it's a fox. And it's a fox, yeah, <laughs> which is right. So, yeah, and the whole thing, you know, it's all about these animals um, battling against these dominant farmers and and. Uh, people who who make food and apple cider, you know, and it's it's kind of like a Thanksgiving almost type thing, but also fall like the whole the mm-hmm. whole it's all it's all you know fallen leaves and yellow outfits and orange outfits. Um, just Wes's color palette, like I said earlier, it's just very it's a very autumnal color palette. But um, yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily like in terms of what happens in the movie. It's just like the look of it, I yeah. think, most most appropriately represents what I think of when I think of fall. Well, you know what? I'm not sure that I actually realized it was like a, I don't know, like legitimate movie or like something that was worthwhile because yeah. I'd seen pictures and stuff from it and thought it was like something silly yeah. or like some dumb kids movie that nobody cared about, but it's like actually a legitimate... It's a super It's made by someone who makes good movies, so... No, yeah, it's legitimate. I mean, it is, like, a, it, it's animated, so it can be seen as, like, a like a children's movie, but it's really not, and, like, there's... Yeah. What's funny about it is, like, how they get around, like, there's a there's swear, they're swearing in it, I'm doing oh, quote, air quote. quotes, but, um, like, he, he'll say, like, what the cuss? Like, <laughs> so, like, they, it's, like, it, they kind of, like, keep, like, an adult aspect to it, but, like, give it this, like, kind of childish spin. Well, yeah, spin. And, and just because it's animated, like, doesn't necessarily, you know, mean that it's, it's for kids, but I, I just had always... I uh, had seen it like that. I mean, it's a bunch so, of it's a bunch of animals bunch running of animals. around, running around in, in, um, in outfits, but human outfits. Yeah, I mean, I I've heard good things about it for sure. Well, great great things for me, man. It's one great of my fa- it's one of my favorite West movies. One of my favorite. I mean, how many stop motion animation films are there? <laughs> Chicken Run and Wallace and Gromit. But uh, yeah, it's just a great movie. I mean, beautifully beautifully shot, um, beautiful um, design on that movie. Again, the color palette is just—it's a quintessential fall-looking um, movie, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it just has those kind of like those those aspects of like family coming together, which I th- suppose you can look at as like a Thanksgiving thing. It oh yeah, fall families coming together. There's arguing, but you know, in the end, it's it's okay. It's a it's a success story about these animals who overcome the humans. 
Um, you gotta see it, man. Okay. I don't know if it, I don't. I actually, feel like that's what's gonna happen a lot on this podcast. Yeah, it might. <laughs> it's gonna be you being like, okay, you gotta see this. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, I think w- once we get a little bit more into it, we'll start doing movies that are happening at the Athena and everything. Okay, but yeah. yeah, I mean, anytime we do th- a thing like this, I'm sure we're both gonna figure out movies. I've seen. I think I saw everything on your list, but I haven't seen Remember the Titans in a while. Or, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so you I mean, said you hadn't seen hadn't seen La La Land and. In a little while, I've yeah, got a year I, so. one of the, I have I think I have ten movies on DVD currently here, and that is one of them. Um, so that that's how much of I appreciate that one, for sure. Cool, man. Well, I mean that pretty much finishes off my list. I think some like notable mentions that I that I had on here as uh, the village, which is not actually one I've seen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're, <laughs> you're good on that. Um, but uh, but yeah, th- I that one's very 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 fall. Uh, the reds and the yellows and stuff. Yeah, and the, it's just like the surrounding forest and kind of like the creepy aspect of mm-hmm. the monsters. It's a Halloween-type vibe. Yeah. Um, uh, the only other thing that I had uh, even sort of on the list was Monsters University um, because I thought it would be funny to put on the list. Um, but it's a school one. Um, I know a bunch of people have just been, been rushing. Um, I don't really know a lot about how frats and stuff work, but that's like a big part of Monsters University. Um, that made me think of fall. Yeah. Um, I think one that was on... We didn't talk about this, did we? Um, Goodwill Hunting. No. Was that on your list? Yeah. Too? Yeah. That, so that, that's another. I guess. I mean, that's not even a notable mention. I feel like that's just a straight up one. Almost. I mean, that's yeah. That's a that's a fall movie for. Yeah. For sure. Another Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Damon, classic Boston movie. Oh yeah. I mean, that's again like even just the poster. I mean, it's just yeah. the the oranges and the reds and the, and I hadn't I hadn't seen that until. Till this summer, um, I had really? seen I had seen a couple of clips. You are of, a newcomer, man. Yeah, I had seen a couple of clips from it uh, in my psychology class, uh, and I was like, "This is something I, I really need to see," because people had been getting on getting on me about it too, and um, I hadn't seen a lot of Robin Williams stuff other than Aladdin, so I really needed to. Oh yeah, to I mean, legend, absolutely. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's one of his... Also, I think you mentioned, I, I said earlier, that Dead Poets Society was one of his favorite roles. I also think Goodwill Hunting yeah. was one of his favorite roles, if I'm not mistaken. Because well, I'd seen that, that scene a couple of times of where, he, where he's telling the story about his wife. Yeah, when uh, they're in the park. Yeah. I mean, that's like the most false scene. Or, or is it, or well, I was talking about like when, he, when he's office. talking about in his office where he's like... farts in her sleep. When he farts in his sleep, and I think, didn't he like make that... They were like actually laughing. Yeah, he ad libbed that too. I think, which is great. I love stuff like that. I love, yeah, I, I mean, when, like when improv is like my favorite thing in movies. Yeah, um, it's like I mean, possibly I mean, the most are... favorite, fa- one of my favorite lines and most famous lines in film history is in Taxi Driver. Robert De Niro saying, "You talking to me?" That's improv. I love it. We could talk all about it. We'll do a whole podcast <laughs> in improv. But um, yeah, I mean, also I think the most quintessential fall scene in that is when they're sitting um, by that pond. Oh yeah. And you know he's telling. Um, Matt Damon's character will that uh, you know he, he can't even begin to understand what what love is mm-hmm. at such a young age or what life is for that matter and just you know just that scene they're sitting by the, the the Swan Lake and Robin's got his tweed cap on and his cardigan and they're sitting in a park very fall oh my god I was so mad the first time I saw that movie when he when he tells her he doesn't love her oh. Mini Driver, man, what a performance from yeah. from Mini Driver in that movie. Yeah, her British accent. <laughs> Bella. She, I mean, that, he, I was so mad at him when he did, when he when he when he when he leaves her, man. Mm-hmm. But then he goes after her. But then though. he goes back, and then with the whole bit with with Ben Affleck at the end, where he like goes doesn't show. Yeah. Oh, real good. That hits. That hits home. Well, 
That concludes my list, Ben. That concludes that concludes what I have to talk about. Lauren, you have any fall movies? You guys mentioned them all. Good job. We got we them all. It. Well, it's fall time, everybody. So go check out those movies. Let, let's let's say them again. I'm just gonna say my movies, and okay. you say your movies, okay? Okay. Rushmore, Dead Poet Society, Harry Potter one, mostly three, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, The Village. Goodwill Hunting. What about Fox and the Hound? Fox and the Hound. I that was a, did I mention that? I don't know. I didn't I mention know. that. That was another notable. I feel like I couldn't talk about it because I haven't seen it in so long. But as a child, um, in terms of animated movies, that's also just one of my favorites. It's a it's a it's a hound dog and a fox that become best friends. Um, you know what else could you ask for? There you go. Um, yeah, um, my list. I have uh, Remember the Titans. I also have uh, Monsters University. Which doesn't barely counts. Uh, Breakfast Club and La La Land, uh, specifically that fall section. But l- watch the whole thing because it's yeah. amazing. Don't just watch the one section. Yeah. You crazy people. That's it. That's, That's all it. you got. Yeah. No. I. I actually. It's. It's a much shorter list that I. And I really thought. Plus, well, I had Harry Potter and the Village and Goodwill Hunting, which you already said. Right. So I didn't want to say it again. But we'll now I have. So here we go. Okay. Well, I mean, that's a. That's. Those are all our fall movies. But you know, if you have any fall movies that you guys like, tell us. I would love to know. I'm always looking for more movies. Yeah, because he hasn't seen anything. I haven't seen anything. We'll get, we'll make sure he sees everything, folks. I'll fix it. Well, that I guess concludes our our uh, our first episode back at the Speakeasy Cinema Podcast. Um, we'll probably be putting out another episode soon, and I think it um, might be a Halloween one. Ooh. And it was hard to not put Halloween movies on here. Yeah, we we try to keep it just we're trying to keep it just fall right. for this one, and then we can get specific to Halloween for next time. Ooh, I've got a lot. All right, well, maybe I'll throw some recommendations. (laughs) Well, that's it, folks. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.